0: Welcome back to episode 37 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host Shauna Smith and today I'm going to be telling you how to sprout your own seed potatoes from organic potatoes at the grocery store. If you've never grown potatoes before it is so fun so rewarding and there are actually several reasons to do it. I'm going to be going over all of that and more in today's episode. But first, a word from our sponsor. So I want to start this episode by saying it is wildly easy to grow potatoes. Potatoes are one of the easiest crops to grow in my opinion. And so if you have kind of like been on the fence about it and you're not sure if you want to try it, there there are some pests out there that you have to look out for, but it's practically foolproof. I'm just going to put that out there. So if you've ever thought about it and you weren't sure, um, know that. And then these next tips are going to help you on your way in that journey. And it's funny because I once had somebody asked me, like, why do you bother growing potatoes? They're so cheap. Like, and and it's true. Potatoes are really, really inexpensive. But I have two reasons why you should grow potatoes if you don't already. And the first one is that potatoes are one of the dirtiest kinds of produce that you can buy. And by that, I mean they are the ones that you have to worry the most about when it comes to being in contact with pesticides and herbicides, they are grown in the dirt. And that dirt is where all the pesticides and herbicides that don't end up on plants, like that's that's where all the rest of it ends up is in the dirt. And so the potatoes naturally are going to be surrounded then by all that excess herbicide and pesticide. And that's not great. The second reason for growing potatoes is, oh my gosh, it's just fun. Like imagine a plant version of an Easter egg hunt and that's basically what growing potatoes is like. It's like a plant version of an Easter egg hunt underground and when you harvest them and it's so much fun so give it a try please I'm begging you already. Now that I have that over with (laughs) I can tell you how to go about sprouting your own seed potatoes and I want to start by telling you to if you don't buy your seed potatoes from a reputable Seed potato seller, and they are out there. I will say you don't have to. I have grown perfectly edible, delicious potatoes that started as potatoes from the grocery store. The nice thing about, you know, ordering seed potatoes from an authorized seed potato seller or a reputable seed potato seller, anyway is that, you know, you can get a bunch of different varieties. You can get some really, really cool stuff, like purple potatoes, fingerling potatoes, um, some, you know, really neat, like, French potatoes that are that are specific to that area. It's That's kind of what you would go to a seed potato seller for. When you're growing potatoes from seed potatoes that you purchased at the grocery store, you're kind of limited to you know, what they have in stock at the grocery store, obviously. And then they might not be something that grows well in your climate, unless you know that they were harvested locally or like one state away or something like that. So those are the different reasons why you would want to go to a seed potato seller rather than the grocery store. But if you're just trying it out for the first time, I encourage you to go to the grocery store. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And I want you to start by going to the organic section of the grocery store and I'll tell you why. So obviously I talked earlier about potatoes being like one of the dirtiest pieces of produce you can buy. Like you're not going to want to go out and and buy a non-organic potato if you're concerned about that, right? You're not going to start your potatoes from a conventionally grown potato if that's a reason why you're wanting to grow them. So get an organic potato, but there's another reason why you should use organic potatoes, and that is that conventionally grown potatoes are sprayed with a chemical that inhibits them from sprouting. So we've all seen what we call eyes on the potato. Um, Those are potato sprouts, and those are actually, eventually, what turns into the plant part. Yes, there is a plant part to a potato, that's a good thing. You want these potatoes to sprout. So you don't want potatoes that were sprayed with this chemical that keeps them from sprouting. And the only way you're going to get a potato like that is if you get an organic potato where they promise that they haven't sprayed it with that solution. So get organic potatoes for those two reasons. Like I mentioned about buying potatoes from a seed potato seller. You want to try and make sure that the potatoes that you buy in the organic section of your grocery store are as local as possible. If this sounds like it's impossible, it's really not. Your local Whole Foods probably has like a little sign that says like where these potatoes came from. And me living in Kansas, I felt really good. Like, going to Whole Foods, buying potatoes, and seeing, like, oh, these potatoes are from some farm in Colorado. I'm like, oh, you know what? As long as it's not way up in the mountains somewhere, like, that's actually along the lines of, like, my USDA hardiness zone. So I know that this potato will probably grow pretty well in my garden. Which, by the way, if you didn't know, potatoes were actually first cultivated in the Peruvian mountains. That's where they originally came from. So if you can imagine mountain soil, not too terribly rich with lots of organic matter, but that's okay because potatoes don't need incredibly rich soil. In fact, they do better in kind of I don't want to say poor soil, but not great soil, not, you know, soil doesn't have to have a ton of nitrogen. So these people up in the Peruvian mountains, they started cultivating these tubers, which is another word for the the potato part of the plant is a tuber, because they noticed that these tubers, you know, stored up all the starch and got nice and fat underground and you could eat them and they were very nutritious. They had they were very calorie-dense, and yet they could grow in pretty poor soil. So that is where potatoes came from, if you were at all interested. But that is way digressing off of the topic. You should buy local potatoes. <laughs> um, so how to get those potatoes to sprout, though, is a different thing. So, you know, obviously a grocery store is, is not going to be trying to sell you sprouted potatoes because we all have, like, this fear of... I think we all like have at some point googled, can I eat a sprouted potato? Is a sprouted potato poisonous? Yes, you can eat a sprouted potato. Just never ever eat a green potato. But sprouted potatoes are perfectly fine. Like I said, those eyes are just little baby sprouts that then turn into the plant part. But You're not going to see them like that typically at the grocery store. Um, You're going to buy perfectly smooth, nice, lovely potatoes. You're going to take them home and you're going to get them to sprout. And here's how. Potatoes need dark, humid, somewhat warm conditions in order to sprout. That's why a lot of the times when you put potatoes in your pantry and you forget that they're in there, And then you go to make something and you're just like, "Ooh, I think I have potatoes. And you reach your hand in and it's like that like an octopus is in there. (laughs) Like that's because the inside of your pantry is generally dark, humid and somewhat warm. That is the exact environment that you want to create for your seed potatoes. But you need to get a little bit more precise than that. So. The way that I go about it is I get egg cartons, empty egg cartons. I take the tops off. So all you have is the bottom part with the divots in them that the eggs would sit down in. You want that part. And you're going to take your potatoes and set them in the divots. Now, if they're small potatoes like um, like red potatoes or what we call early potatoes or new potatoes, you know, those are going to fit into those little divots in the egg carton pretty well. Um, if it's a larger potato like a Yukon Gold or a russet potato, or a Kennebec potato. Kennebecs are typically used for french fries. You know, those are going to be larger, and you're really only going to be able to sort of set them in there. And as long as you can get them to stand up in there, that's great. So once you have your potatoes in those little divots, what you're going to want to do is take those egg cartons with the potatoes and stick them inside a paper grocery sack. It's really important that it's a paper grocery sack Not a plastic grocery sack because you want the potatoes to be able to breathe. Potatoes are actually living organisms and that's why they can sprout in the pantry, right? If they were dead, they wouldn't sprout. So potatoes are living organisms. They need to breathe. That's why we need to put them in a paper grocery sack. So once you put the egg cartons with the potatoes in the paper grocery sack, just kind of loosely roll up the end you know the the top of the grocery sack I usually end up having to put the the grocery sack on its side instead of standing it up tall Um, just because I'm usually putting more than one egg carton with potatoes in there I think you can pretty much fit I would say three um, egg cartons comfortably in a paper grocery sack on its side and and still be able to roll up the end And it's fine if once you roll it up, it sort of unrolls a little bit. That's just gonna help more air get into there. I usually start my seed potatoes beginning of February, mid-February, and then I plant them out in early to mid-March, as soon as I'm able to work the soil. So that gives them a month to sprout. And as long as they're in these dark, humid, slightly warm conditions, that should give them plenty of time to sprout. Once you have those potatoes in their egg cartons and in the sacks, you need to watch them carefully, and I'll tell you why. Potatoes, this is going to sound really weird, but potatoes age. I like to think of it as young potatoes, middle-aged potatoes, and elderly potatoes. Um, You might be laughing, and I'm honestly laughing at myself a little bit because it sounds a little ridiculous, but it's true. If you have potatoes that have been in that bag for like say a week, and they are already sprouting like crazy, you have some old potatoes, my friend, and they are not going to last that much longer. Outside of the ground. Like if they have only been in that bag for a week and you're still like three weeks out from planting, you need to put those old potatoes, even though they're sprouting, in the refrigerator. Don't worry, the refrigerator is not going to kill them. It's not going to kill the sprouts. It's just going to slow down the aging, slow down the growing. Think of it like putting a human being in like a cryogenic container. All it does is slow down the aging process. They're going to be perfectly fine once the weather clears, once the soil warms up for you to take out of the refrigerator and put out into the ground. If you don't put them in the refrigerator, that tuber is going to keep putting more and more and more of its stored up energy into those sprouts. Those sprouts are going to get bigger And longer the tuber is going to get smaller and wrinklier and mushier and eventually all you're gonna have left is a sprout that can't sustain itself once you put it in the ground so that's why you want to put those old potatoes in the refrigerator if they sprout in about two weeks that's what I would like to call a middle-aged potato and if you're still a few weeks out from being able to plant outside I would say, again, throw them in the refrigerator. If you've got young potatoes and they need like a whole month to sprout, there's no rush. By the time they've sprouted, you're probably ready to put them outside anyway, and it's not a big deal. When you put them in the refrigerator, make sure you put them back in that paper bag. You can remove them from their egg cartons if you want to, if it makes it easier for you to put the potatoes, fit them in the bag and fit them in the refrigerator. But um, make sure that you put them in that paper bag so that they're not exposed to a bunch of light. Because if they're exposed to a bunch of light, that's just going to further accelerate the, the sprouting process. You know, that, that part of the potato that has sort of sprouted that's not part of the tuber. Mm. That's just going to make it want to grow even more. So keep it in a paper bag. Keep it away from light. Put it in, like, the crisper drawer of your refrigerator, that place where you put things that you forget about anyway. Um, Just don't forget that they're in there when it comes to planting time. Once you're ready to plant your seed potatoes outside, you're going to actually be able to usually get more than one seed potato from that one tuber. So you can plant a piece of a potato and it will still turn into a whole potato plant. You just need to make sure that piece of seed potato has at least one, hopefully more like two eyes on it, two sprouts on it. Because sometimes not every sprout on a piece of seed potato is viable. It won't survive. It'll rot in the ground or something like that. So usually when I have like a small red potato, if I can cut it in half to where I've got two sprouts on each half, That gives me two seed potatoes then instead of just one. It doesn't hurt it. Both have grown up to be perfectly fine plants. The only thing you want to do is if you are cutting them up you want to once you cut them open let them dry out for a few days. So I take that paper bag that I've been sprouting them in and I lay that I fold that paper bag flat and that's where I cut up my potatoes and I let my potatoes dry out for a few days. All this does is it lets the, fre- the fleshy part of the potato kind of like dry up a little bit and create a skin and that will help keep it from rotting as easily when you plant the potatoes in the ground. So perfectly fine to cut up bigger potatoes into multiple seed potatoes just as long as you let them dry out and skin over two days max, like no more than that. If you let them dry for longer than that, they're going to start to dry and shrivel up and they're not going to be as successful out in the garden. Even one day, honestly, if you've set them out to dry in, in a pretty dry area of your home, one day is honestly probably enough. So I would say after that, you are ready to plant your seed potatoes. And I'm going to be going over what I feel like is the right way to plant your seed potatoes in a few weeks. Every gardener has their own way of doing things, but I have found that my way of planting potatoes, and I didn't invent it, I'm going to tell you that right off. I'm not gonna take like credit for inventing it. Um, I've just found that this way of planting seed potatoes that I'm gonna talk about in a few episodes is, is just makes them a lot less susceptible to disease and um, pests and just makes it a lot easier to protect the potatoes as they get fat and start to push themselves up out of the ground. So I will be going over that in a few weeks But next week, I'm actually going to be talking about how to harden off your seedlings. So if this is your first year starting seedlings inside yourself, if you got super, you know, enthusiastic about starting your own seeds and you created your own seedling nursery at home, just because from listening to me talk about it or from your own research, you need to know that hardening off seedlings is an incredibly important part of the process before you set them outside And I'm going to tell you how to do it in the very next episode. So that's something you have to look forward to, but in the meantime, thank you so very much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you so much. I just love doing this and because I love talking about plants and gardening, and I, I know it's such a fun, enthusiastic community. I know that you get just as nerdy and excited about it as I do, and that's why I do it. So thank you for listening, and I will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.